You're on Frequency with Motivating Minds, where we strive to provide inspiration, inspiration, motivation, motivation, and tools necessary to live the dream you desire. Welcome, world. You're tuned into JMB Radio, where we do it over here, just motivating, baby. This is episode 62. Yes, 62. And we actually got some lovely guests on the podcast. I told you guys, sooner or later, we're going to have some guests up here. I actually have the privilege of actually training one of these lovely ladies. But um, I'm going to introduce them to both to you guys, and then we're going to kind of just let it flow. Because I, like I say, we give it to you real and raw over here, guys. Nothing's scripted. Nothing's rehearsed. Um, we're just going to record and just give you guys some good, powerful inspiration out there. All right, guys? So we got actually Jen with me today and... Teresa? Therese. Therese, I apologize. <laughs> we were just talking about this, actually, but Therese, there you go. Um, we got these lovely ladies up here today, and um, we're gonna, we're just really want to um, motivate you guys and inspire you guys, and they got some great positive messages, guys, both of them. They both have books out, um, powerful words, powerful meanings, great energy. Um, I definitely just connected with them right off the bat. Nothing felt forced, nothing felt, you know, just didn't feel awkward at all per se, but um, it was great energy, and I think that's what we always try to provide from one avenue or another, is just great, positive, inspiring energy, and um, both of them actually provide that differently than I do myself, and I think that's why we actually got a lot of things coming up that we're going to be collaborating on and working on, and I'm very excited about this, but... um. I'm going to kind of hand it over to Jen and let her introduce herself and kind of let her let, let the world know what kind of what she's about and remind you that she is all over the social media market. I mean, this woman, it's incredible. I thought she was kind of blowing gas up me or something when I was told how many followers she has on Twitter and all this other stuff. I couldn't even be friends with her. She actually defriended a friend so I could be friends with her on Facebook. So now I feel official, but... Um, I, it, it, so this is Jen, though, guys. Um, Jen? Hi. How you doing? Hi. So it's very nice to know you. Hi, everybody. Um, this is a different venue for me because we do a radio show together, Therese and I. We have to get you on that radio show. Oh, okay. So what is, what's the radio show, Jen? It's Genuine Healing. Genuine with a J. With a J. Blog Talk Radio. Blog, Blog Talk Radio. Radio. All right, so world, check that out too. Friday um, nights. Friday nights, Blog Talk Radio, Genuine Healing. That's with a J, guys. Genuine <laughs> Healing. All right. So what's really interesting is we take calls of people who are suffering all over the world. Last Friday, we took people from Cairo and the UK, and we've had Australia and, um, well, I'm hypersensitive to energy, so I can feel people's issues as if they're my own. And um, people wonder how you can do that over the phone or over the um, waves, but you can actually read someone's voice and tell what they're about just by hearing their voice. You can hear their issues and stuff. So when I met you, it was like really, really cool because, you know, I can read people like you can read, you know, a newspaper. And I can tell if they're, like, sick or if they're, like, angry or if they're insecure, if they smoke, if they have addictions, if they're chronic, if they're healthy, if they're happy, if they beat their wife. I can tell that just by seeing people. So I avoid a lot of people, obviously, because, you know, you can't say that to them right off, you know, like, you know. 
So, but when I met you and I'm looking for someone to help me get physically fit, I meet you through a friend who I trust. And then I, I see your energy and you have none of that. None of that arrogance that you see in trainers. None of that. When you looked at me, you never judged me. Like right away when you see a trainer type or someone who's like physically fit like you, automatically there's an opinion. Oh, look at her, you know, whatever. She eats too much lazy, whatever. They don't know what I've been through. They don't know what this body has been through to be here to help people. None of that from you. It was just pure openness and it, it really made the difference. I really trusted you right away and I don't trust people anymore. So that was like amazing for one thing. And then you pulled a gen on me because everybody who works with me knows what, how hard I am on them about positive words and your verbiage. And then I come in here and I say, I'm going to try. And then you yell at me. And you say, you're not going to try. You're going to do it. And I go, you pulled a gen on me. <laughs> a little reverse, right? It came yeah, back. Yeah, how dare he? And Words are powerful, words. right? Yeah, it's important. You know, and I it, that's funny you say that. You know, time and time again, I hear that sometimes. But I think, it, it, again, it's like but I always say. We can't see the picture when we're in a frame. Or sometimes right. we know what we need to hear, per se. But there's only certain people that could really say that to you right. with all honesty and that, you know, and no, like, no malicious background right. behind it or anything like that. Just out of genuine, just care for somebody or really just want them to perform optimal in their life, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, emotionally. You want them just to ignite on all exactly. levels, you know, and spark. And that's, that's what it's all about. But in society, we're not taught that. Society, we're taught to like have measure ourselves up against each other. Correct. So we have this like competition in our head, like, oh, where do they fall? Are they gonna like, are they gonna like think I'm important, or am I gonna have to defer to them? But people like us, us three, are like three of the very few that I know that don't do that. We do it from a perspective of I win, you win. It's like a sisterhood when you. When you, you know, are empowered, and Therese has a Therese has a wonderful book about finding your voice. Um, What's that book name again? Why is Armina sings? Why is Armina sings? Yeah, it was Armina was the name of a student of mine. I was a teacher. I still am, and um, so I worked. I used some of these methods with my students, um, but yeah. So so Therese is like one of those people that's like very humbly and she just wants to help me and it's like yeah but you have so much to share and the people who don't like what I talk about because my stuff is really out there my whole purpose I think is to mainstream all the things that people avoid like um, psychic and mediums and anything perceiving energy where, where people have like lorded it over them and made them feel small and scared about so my, my goal is to mainstream and to teach everybody what those things really are in energy so they can do it for themselves and they, they're not running to someone else yeah. to be their medium, to be their psychic, to, be, to answer their questions. I help them tap into truth for themselves. And, it, and she really does. I, I mean, I've worked with Jen now for years and um, she, she really does help you re release old patterns that are not serving you, not serving sharing your gifts. 
and um, I, you know, you do this through so many ways, but being in your presence does that. <laughs> well, energy again, right? Yeah, and, energy. and I think like what what you both of you were saying in that, as far as you know, my big belief is always. You help as many people get what they want, and you'll get what you want, type of deal. And I think it's that you know that giving of the universe type of deal. We're made to give type of deal, I believe. And I've always said, like, one of my big things is like for people that are kind of down and out per se or depressed. I'm always like, do something for somebody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be drastic or materialistic wise or anything. That it could be somebody drop their pen on the bus, pen on the bus, pick up the pen and give it to them. How does that make you feel? Yeah. You know, the just the helping, you know, and the giving instead of the receiving. Because you gotta think in all correlation that if you continue to give, it yeah. naturally has you have to receive. It's natural type and the, of and the cool thing is when you give, you discover what you're good at, you discover your gifts. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and then I discovered I could actually teach English as a second language. At, at a college and I love working with older adults and by helping them find their voice in English I found my voice and I found so much more That's I awesome. found this book that I wrote and I found I found Jen later and you know it's like the gifts keep giving when you get in line I believe when you get in line with purpose it, it's just like a it's just a railway like it's just a train that doesn't stop yeah. and then you just keep on getting you know, and you just find your your light, your purpose, you know, and create it, creating it at the same time. You know, like you're saying, you, you start discovering, wow, I, I can do this. Oh, I can do this, too. Right. And you're like, and you just <laughs> continue to like, just, you're like, wow, I am my own, you know, entrepreneur. Oh, I, yeah. I do build this, you know, yeah. I own this, you know, type of deal. Yeah. And it's such a, a uplifting time I believe you know when you continue to discover how much power type of deal you have locked inside you you know what I call it I call it the vacuum cleaner technique oh I like this Hold you change on. you're changing the flow of the vacuum cleaner because most people are going through life sucking up the love what's what can I get you know you know I gotta get money I gotta get this I gotta get this when you change the flow in the vacuum cleaner to what can I give out what can I give out you realize that, that flow of giving out is what creates more of a conduit for more to come. It's actually tapping into a spiritual law of abundance where you have to give to, it's like priming the pump. You have to give to receive. There's no way. And that's why, like, that's why the world is like so deficient right now is because the whole banking system is based on the, the lack of spiritual law, where you just hoard money up. That's not how it works. The the old system was like, okay, you tithe, you tithe this 20% to like, people you care about this, and you give and help yeah. your neighbor and stuff. That needs to be really reintroduced to the world, but in a way they understand it. You can't tell it to them and just say, do this because, you know, we said so. Yeah. You have to make people understand the spiritual laws are working for them. People understand the um, spiritual law of attraction, but there's other spiritual laws, and there's exacting as gravity. So if a spiritual law, so if you're not attracting something, you're getting in the way of that somehow. So it's really interesting. Um, here's an example of how how 
people who are, you know how they're, they're like really giving people, and then they have birthdays and they're like really miserable on their birthdays or something, or when they need something, they're really miserable because it, it, they don't get what they want. And that seems to be the only time they're miserable. Other times they're all happy to give them whatever. Because what they've done is they've changed the flow on their vacuum cleaner. They, they've, out of need or whatever, or whatever caused them to change the flow. Now they're asking, and it, the universe doesn't really work like that. The universe works by you give everything to the universe, and then the universe will give you everything back. But people get caught up in thinking, oh, I did this for you, and you didn't reciprocate, and you don't appreciate me. People aren't capable of appreciating because you're not giving. You can never just give for one person. You have to give for the whole and let the universe give back in another way. So that person didn't give back to you, but you got it somewhere. See, so when people think of that in linear terms, am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think what I think exactly what you're saying. I think a lot of it's the expectation piece. I exactly. think we, the ego, or whatever you want to say. I think we we as a society, it's been embedded in us now. It's everything's expected. Exactly. We're expected to have great things. We're expected to be healthy. We're expected to wake up and have our family. We're expected to be able to put our shoes on in the morning. Like, all these things that we take for granted, I believe, is we just expect it. Like, it's supposed to be there type of deal instead of really paying gratitude towards that, that I'm able to wake up and inhale this air, you know, that I'm able, you know, to get up and brush my teeth with this running water, you know, simplifying it, right? You know that was a really interesting thing you said there about gratitude today? Yeah. Because we had a workout today, and I noticed this, like I'm hypersensitive to energy. Mm -hmm. um, and then I get to write about it and like explain it to other people, so that's why I have six books already, and Trace has edited them all, so that's really exciting. But so you do editing too? Yeah, it's amazing. Okay. So, um, gratitude. I didn't realize it, but there's a direct correlation between gratitude and movement. Because I left here this morning feeling all this gratitude, and it felt so good. And, you know, I always feel, like, good about life because of what I do. But this was, like, that warm, fuzzy gratitude. It taps and something else. Yeah. So I know that gratitude actually opens up the energy system. You know, the chakras and yes. the the aura, or whatever you want to call it. But it actually, gratitude takes that heart chakra, which is a real muscle that we can't see in, in, with our physical eyes, but is real, and it opens it like an aperture. So gratitude helps that pour, like more, you know, receptivity pour in. But what you do, and what you work people out with, you open up those apertures from the physical level. Correct, and that's it's funny you're saying it like that because I I always say that you know it's not so much about the the physical aspect of it as much as it is for me for the mental aspect of it. You know, it's it's getting people to really realize how much potential they truly have inside and that feeling of accomplishment really behind it. So I believe in momentum and just movement is key. You know, through through anything in life. So I. I believe by just moving the body, there's a feeling of accomplishment that equates to basically confidence at that point and belief in yourself. 
and being that even the endorphins are flowing and the serotonin levels are rising, you know, there's a feeling like, wow, I, I am powerful type of a deal. Mm -hmm. and, but you do more than move the body. I don't know if you realize this because um, there's a correlated body for, for different like vibrations of energy. You have a physical body, but you also have an emotional body, uh, a body that stores all your past life records or past, past experience records. Uh, a mental body and a spiritual body. So you're not just motivating the physical body. I don't know if you get this about yourself. This is why you're so dynamic. Well, I'm, hope, you're, I'm, you're, I'm hoping I'm, I'm motivating more than just the body. You're but. motivating the emotional body. The, the You're getting people past their past experiences that, that said you can't do this. So you're reprogramming them. You're, you're reprogramming their mental body. So you have them aligned on all aspects. His intention is very strong yeah. and very pure. Yes. It's not really about him. It's about the other, it's not at all about him. Right. And it's not, it's not stuck at the mental. It's like because these people who come in like thugs, because I ran into other trainers and stuff, you got to do this or else, you got to do this or you're not. You did none of that. I mean, I just met you and then my, my diet cleaned up right away. And then it was like, wow, this is really interesting. All my struggle with food, all I have to do is meet him. And then our first, our first our meeting together, it was so easy. You put me on, you didn't even put me on a program. You just said, okay, these things will be better. And it was just bing, bing, bing. This is the easiest thing in the world. And what you do for people is you hold this intention for them. So whenever you want to manifest something, there's an intention, there's a blueprint behind it. And some people who know how to build, like a guy who knows how to build a house, knows how to work with a blueprint. You know how to make the physical body beautiful. You know the blueprint. My blueprint for doing that has been broken over and over by you know people you know, mugging me, car accidents, truck drivers, being pushed downstairs, whatever it is. My body's been broken a lot of times. My blueprint, every time I had that incentive for that blueprint, someone crumbled my blueprint apart. So you're saying the physical aspect you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's the piece that I need to be put back in alignment. But you hold this blueprint of my physicality for me, and it makes it really easy for me to fall in line and trust that with, like, eating clean and um, moving more. That's all I have to do because you got the blueprint. I don't need to formulate it in my mind. I don't even have to worry about what I'm going to look like or how I'm going to be like more healthy. I just like rely on you. Let's just do what Josh says, write this down, and you hold that blueprint, and it makes it so easy. So it's supposed to be easy. And yeah. that's like you're saying. I think like a lot of times you just find that there's such a cookie-cutter approach per se when I tell people that they think like, all you, they could take all their clients or whatever they want to call them per se for their self, but they all give them the same program, the same treatment type of deal. And I think that's why a lot of trainers or personal trainer, whatever you want to call yourself, they don't last type of deal because I think they think that by just moving some weight, they get a fulfillment out of it and it's going to work type of deal. It has to be deeper than that. Mm. It has to be a lot deeper than that, and that's, for my opinion, that's, that's where the problem occurs, because for me, it's about actually changing people's lives. Again, I believe trainers just train, coaches change lives, and I want to change your life. 
you know, not just not just physically, but mentally, spiritually, energy-wise. I just want to uplift you in every aspect of life, financially, dreams, motivate you that understand that there's so much more in life that you can experience type of mm-hmm. deal. And I know this is the hub for that. It's just moving the body type of deal. For me, I know that's where it begins. And from there, we discover, wow, I could really be this. And wow, I could really create a business off of this. And I could actually financially make money off of this. Like, So it's tapping into what your purpose is, I guess, and getting in line with who you are. Because I always say that when you find who you are and what you're meant to do in life, the money will come. And so that's the biggest thing that usually holds people back. I know it held me back for years, the financial aspect. You know, and that's why I never got into really personal training or anything like that, the gym, because it was the financial aspect of it. It was like, let me get a safe and secure job. Let me get a retirement plan. Da-da-da. But it was brainless, and I was miserable, and I was stressed, and I, and I knew there was an emptiness feeling inside of me that I couldn't figure out what it was until it was like, I'm just doing it. I got in my darkest place. I started to develop myself and listen to a lot of people that I inspired and that are great mentors just by listening. But discovering that when you when you get in, in the sight of fear, that's where all your opportunities lie. You know, that when, when you start to face fear, and that that's where your greatest gift will be. Yeah, I, I really like, there's something there like that, and you've spoken about it before, where you live, that place of, Raw, you know, just it's oh, the vulnerability. vulnerability. Yeah. And um, I was been thinking about that, and, and you're touching on it, but it's like, I'm just, and I'm thinking about the people listening, and I'm thinking about, okay, but where do I start right now in this moment? You know, where do they begin right now listening to this? And really, what it, what is it? it? It's something related to what you just said, and where are you most afraid, but also most interested? Um, and you said it earlier about how we can use our humanness to propel us forward. So I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, well, love dissipates fear. Love is like the flashlight on darkness. The, the opposite of love is fear. So if you want to drive the fear, because you were living in fear, a fear I'm not going to have enough, and that's what most people do. We were trained to live in fear. What you do is do what you love. Like so many people, oh, I love to like go visit the nursing homes and give out little gifts, but, you know... I can't make a living on that. So when you introduce the fear to what you love, you can't do that. You have to let the love overcome the fear and dissipate the fear. I love this enough, and I know, because whatever you're doing with your passion is bigger than what, it's exponential. It's not just, you're not just working me out once a week and telling me, no, you are changing my life. And everybody needs to understand that whatever they do with passion, they're doing that for other people. Correct and purpose. It's a it's formula. Correct, and it's like it's like you feel when you're in line, and like you're saying, when you're with the, you're doing it in passion and true intent, mm-hmm. uh, it, you become almost a different driving force. It's like a, like you're saying, an outer body experience. You almost it's just an energy that just you feel so good with type of deal. And like you're saying, fear is non-existent even at that point. There's nothing but just pure love and happiness at that point, you know, because you feel so in line with what you're meant to do type of deal. And I and, and there's no faking that. And that's the problem a lot of people, I believe, 
they do things with bad intention, and right. I, right with the financial aspect. I believe they do a lot of things on the money aspect of mm -hmm. it. Like, oh, I could be a great trainer because I know I could get so and so amount of dollars type of deal, right? But that's why they don't last type of deal, and that's why people see through the bull crap type and of deal. Money, people have to understand. Money is like twelve o'clock on the on the clock. There are so many different kinds of abundance. Monetary abundance is just an example of it. It's just supposed to be a symbol of how to conduct it. It's supposed to be like a conduit for abundance. But your health, your family, your joy, your love, your, your freedom are all forms of abundance. So when you only focus on the, the money, it's like only living for 12 o'clock. Very true. Mm -hmm. And then you yeah. and then it's like you're you're forgetting the family and all those other you're letting all those other things fall away. Very true. And then you're selling out, you know, the mm -hmm. rest of the clock just for twelve o'clock. It's ridiculous. Well, I think exactly like you're saying there, John, that's a very valid point. And to me it's like living in the now, right? Yeah. The now. No opportunities wasted, right? So like that's where I think a lot of people fall short. They're so caught up in their nine to five right and then i'm going home i'm cooking dinner that it's brush mm -hmm. your teeth go to bed type of deal they're so blindsided and not consciously awakened and that's what for like me type of deal i try to like just consciously awake you a little bit yeah you know understand that you do have an energy type of deal around it. you have a purpose type sure. of deal you know there is a passion inside you type of deal there's a fire in there you know and getting people to even understand that mentally because the body follows the mind, I believe. And it, it, for at least that's what it did for me, you know, was once I got ignited here, I understand, hold on, there is this energy that I have. There is this passion that I have. Oh, there is this conscious brain that I have. You know, instead of reacting so much off emotions all the time, right, the, the subconscious mind type of deal, and just, I'm angry, so this is how I'm going to react. Instead of consciously absorbing that, accepting that, and letting really just love overcome that, you know, if it's through silence or whatever it is, I always go back, you know, my dad always said, you know, you got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all, right? It's a classic saying type of deal. But I think there's a lot of power behind that also, you know, because I do, like, love kills hate type of deal. You know, I think there's no denying that. And when I made that shift even in my life, how I decided to react on things, I noticed a difference type of deal. It might not, like, give, energy flows where attention goes, right? right? So if why do I let so much power stand in this person for them to control my energy and break my energy down and bring it to a negative place? You can switch that around by using whoever you have a reaction to. Whoever you have a reaction to is showing you something in yourself that needs to be, it's like a chink in Release your armor. Mm -hmm. So actually, once you work through what, whatever they brought up, mm -hmm. and you, you mm -hmm. dig that out, because energy, I, I'm actually kind of, you know, I'm a shaman. Yeah. So I, I can move energy. So what I can actually do is go in and dig that energy out. It's staying the energy. It's an old wound. It's hurt. It's pain. You can actually dig that energy out, but people can do that for themselves because when someone hurts you, you can feel it in the body. Mm -hmm. So you pay attention to where you feel it in the body, 
and just visualize digging it out. Like use your imagination, that mind. Visualization. Piece. Yeah, because like um, action follows thought. Mm -hmm. So you're digging that out. You're digging it out, and then you you see it like a stagnant pool. Pull that stagnant pool out. Um, cleanse it, and then flush it out with love, and then heal it. It's that simple. I think it, 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 I, exactly what you just said. That simple. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of times where, where we fall short, right? We, we, we make everything complex and complicated, per se. But it's people are just not awakened yet. Do you find that people try to put you on a pedestal? Or you try to like say, oh, you're wonderful, you do this, but I can't. That's frustrating, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, because I, correct. Well, actually, you're hitting the nail on the head. I constantly get is like, well, you're blessed with that. I'm, But they don't see, you know, the waking up at 2.30 in the morning, exactly. the training six days a week, you know, the... You know, the, the constant all the way till 8 o'clock at night and practices and principles that I continue to do is it doesn't stop when I get home, you know. And so it's like exactly like you're saying, they think you're automatically gifted with this. Right. They don't see the work behind it type of deal. But when they say you're blessed, you know what they're saying? They're letting themselves off the hook. It's a shtick. If you're blessed, that means that you do something I can't do. I don't even have to try because you're in a different category than I am. So you got to call them on that and say, hey, I'm in a physical body too. Whatever I can do, you can do too. Correct. Because, you know, people will say, well, that person's psychic, or that person's a healer, or that person's this. No. Anything that I can do with my mind and heart, you can do with yours. It's not, you know, they want to come in and, 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 and worship whatever I do and like have me do it for them. But they can do it, you know, in the books I teach people how to empower themselves and and heal the dynamics of energy in a more um, intangible way than you do it. Is it? Yes, I'm, I'm hearing that block of, of the, the initiative. Like, yeah. where, how do people break through that, you know, oh, you know, it's kind of a complacency. Exactly. But they don't even see that because mm -hmm. they've been so... They gotta understand the origins of society was to keep people piled together, to control them. Like if you have like, like, um, octuplets, you're gonna have them all do the same thing at the same time just to keep it in control. And so that's what society was about was keeping everybody in control, doing nine to five so you can keep them organized, so you can control and keep it safe. But it's come to a point where it's enslaving people. Because they don't, they don't fit into nine to five, and if you don't fit into nine to five, you have to break out in these un, unsavory ways. You have to like, oh, you don't fit in, so you go on disability because you, you're not accepted this way, or you're homeless because you don't, you know, fit into society, or you're, you know, you get a title or a label that makes you not normal. But you know what's the most um, smallest group of demographics, people who are normal, because it doesn't exist. Correct, yeah. That, that's 100%. Yeah. It's funny you say it like that. And they kind of tap into what you were saying before, and it was just like, you know, the, the same 
you have a heart of mind just like, you know, I have a heart of mind per se. And I go, I try to break it down in simple terms as far as at 24 hours on your clock, right? Is it any different than my 24 hours, you know, or your 24 hours? But it's, what do we choose to use those 24 hours for, you know, at the end of the day? And they go, oh, I need my sleep. Oh, I got had three kids. Oh, I got this or I got that, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I got a kid. I got a family. I got a house. I got bills. I got a business. I got, you know, but I choose to, no, instead of getting seven hours of sleep, I'm choosing to get three. That's a conscious choice. And and I only say it out of, I always express that out of love and understanding that, listen, you want a little bit more out of your life and you want to experience a little bit more. Try getting up a half hour earlier, you know, because the biggest thing is, oh, I don't have time to work out. Uh, get up 20 minutes earlier. You know, and another thing along those lines, because I'm, it, it, it's kind of a, a nonlinear way of looking at it. And I, I come from a place of being obsessed with time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm like. Everything is. is. Yeah, yeah, everything. So what I'm, I'm learning, and Jen has definitely helped me with this, is kind of this nonlinear way of being like. Um, what is it that needs to happen now? And like it's a way of tuning in to uh, all the forces that are there to help me get done whatever it is I need to do now. And it's amazing. The, the shape of my day has changed. And I, 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 I totally get because I thought of you today, Josh, when I woke up early to get some things done. So I'm like... <laughs> hey, look I, at this. Well, I you know what the funny thing is? I should think of you. <laughs> I go... I always feel like working out, right? They start going, uh, they're like, oh, I'm going to love, I'm going to hate you in the morning or whatever. I go, hey, perfect. I want to be the first thing you think about in the morning. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. But in addition to that, it's also this like nonlinear way of being where so much can get done when I'm totally present Correct. and I'm truthful to what's happening. You're living in the now. Yeah, in the living moment, in the now. The present. Because, because time is a form of enslavement. Because if you notice, the moment is where, the moment is the only place things happen. And then the concept of time is, is, the, um, is the trap. If you start thinking about, oh, this, this, and this, you're trapped in time. And a, a moment is exponential. You can shove as much joy into a moment as you possible. But a minute of time is not linear. So a, a moment of time, say, um, spending with your family, doing what you love, is different than a moment of time doing what you hate. Very true. So Very true. when you stay in the moment, you choose to forego being enslaved to time. So like people want to know, what should I have to do? It's okay to keep a, a schedule and stuff of what you need to do, but then pay attention to the moment. And what needs to be done? If you don't need to act and do anything in that moment, then don't act and do anything. Don't even think about what you need to do. Because then you're enslaved. Mm -hmm. You're shifting out of the moment into being enslaved to time. It's very subtle. But if people can do that, they can find more freedom. Because, like, you must have these times when you just have a spontaneous workout and it's dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that's that's much more than um, a, a workout where you've got to think about it and like work on the clock and okay, yeah, 
Yeah, I think I think that's pretty powerful, actually, what you're saying. Because I think yeah. that's even like a form of uh, like meditation in a sense yeah. of a release of yeah. there is no thoughts, there exactly. is no concept of time, there is no concept mm-hmm. of. That's mm-hmm. why we're called human beings. We're supposed to be in the moment. It's not about human figures. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I work with thought. I'm a teacher, and it, it's. But I do this in my classroom too. You know, I, I I have a schedule, and yet I'm in the moment, and it's 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 really so much more can happen. Yeah. I, I you know when I watch other and I, I don't mean to sound um, negative, but I've watched other teachers who are really trapped by this whole we got to do this and then this and then this and then this, and everybody's kind of like flailing their arms are flailing. Like I don't understand the concept, and you know, I'll just be and show them things, and they kind of allow, they get it. Well, because, it, correct me if you're wrong, because you, 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 this is what you really do, but I think it's the energy, right? Like, the, the calmness, right? That they could comprehend mm. what you're saying instead of, even for myself, I get caught up at times, and it's like, my mind is a thousand miles per hour type of deal. Yeah. I can't focus on nothing. And that's why I always say, like, you got to, it's just like, you know, 10 different goals per se, right? You're trying to get one of them done. You'll never get all, n- nothing done because you got so many different that you're shooting for. Oh, he's going to make me give him my linear analogy. People are trapped in linear time. You live, you exist, and you die. You got to, like, grow up, have a family, get old, and die. That's linear existence. We all live on this linear time track. That's what's enslaving society. We're not linear beings. Time is not linear. Newton was wrong. It's exponential. If you stay in the moment, you exist. Every aspect of you exists in the now. So everything you've always done exists in the now. So when people are trying to get things done on a linear timeline, it's like they say, I got to juggle. Because they're thinking of it, this is over there, this is over there, this is over there, and I have to figure how, out how to get to each one of those things. That's linear existence. Exponential existence is you stay in the moment, and you're always centered in the moment. And then life rotates around you. And then when you have something that you need to address, it's going to rotate to in front of you, and then you're going to take care of it. It works. I, I mean, <laughs> Jen's been telling telling me this concept for, and you know, and I, I'm coming. I'm coming to experience it. It really, yeah. really, it's 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 like in an orbit. And then, in orbit. And then I can find like once in a while, if you do panic, I'm saying I can say <laughs> yeah. you, you're juggling again. Mm-hmm. Stop being linear. <laughs> Get yourself out of that linear timeline mm-hmm. where oh, before this and then mm-hmm. after that, this and that. No, and then um. Therese just made a huge move here to Rochester, and um, before she got here, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff to get done. And Therese, you're already here. You're already here. Because the aspect of us that's a physical body is like only our big toe. The rest of us is dynamic energy. So in energy, she already felt like she was here. It was just getting that big toe 
to to get to Rochester. Where did you come from? Where were where, where you in Florida? Yeah. And Jenny, you were working with her then at that time. Oh, yeah. So so a lot. I was doing the. I do sessions with people all over the world because I can feel energy. I'm so hypersensitive. I can feel it over the phone. And so um, when people call into the radio show or doesn't matter where they're from. One, one time India, I, we had India. Yeah, and Turkey. This one mm -hmm. woman called in from Turkey, and and Turkey was, you know, I get to tap into that land. Yeah. And Turkey was so beautiful, and I, I didn't realize there's an energy source in Turkey that was being used, you know, for power. So while I had her on the line, it was strange. I got someone from Turkey. I used that her session as an opportunity to clean out that energy of Turkey using her as a surrogate. Well, by the time the end of the session, she was dizzy and really nauseous, and it was overwhelming for her, but she loved it because wow. it cleansed her and the whole area at a very deep level. So she was at a dark place when she, no, she called in? Or was no, she, not she really. Was... They don't have to be at a dark place to call in. What they do is a lot of people say, and I've ever since I've been doing massage therapy right out of school, they say. So you're LMT too? Well, yeah. massage therapist too. That's how I got to um, understand about energy because I could touch the body and I could feel the energy move through the body. Wow. And then people would um, show us different modalities like craniosacral, which is finding the energy timing of the body in the body. It, the energy moves in the body like the figure eight in the head mm -hmm. and then down the body in figure eights. So I could feel it and where it was blocked, I could start moving my head and, and I could unblock their area by moving my head. And so it got to the point where I, like you, with a passion for energy, yeah. I got so interested in doing this that I could do it without even having to touch the body. Uh, Just because I love people so much yeah. and I want to help them. Yeah. And if they come to me for help, I'll do anything to figure it out with. That's that's what I say. The right? same thing, you know. Yeah. Whatever the mind can conceive, one can achieve, and that's like. And and the heart too, because the 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 heart doesn't need to concede to the mind, because you have a bigger heart than you do your mind. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's true. I like that. That's so like you're saying that we go back to, because I'm big on like I always say tell people like, it's funny when. I wasn't too familiar with like exactly what you did until you Nobody know I is. was introduced type of deal. <laughs> but I, it's like initially, like you said, it was I was I was always big on energy mm -hmm. after I really developed myself and got it got into more of all that stuff, and that was a big thing with me with this facility and picking up on people's energy when they would walk through the door. Yeah. You would immediately feel something, and I tell people all the time, I'm like. When I sit down first and just have our consultation or whatever, I always, you could immediately feel somebody's energy and, you, and you're trying to shift that energy for the positive type of deal. And I know this environment would do that. And it's funny, even when I looked at the space, I felt the energy and it felt good, mm -hmm. you know, immediately. So I was like, this is it. You know, I already felt it type of deal. And I tell people, I'm like, whenever you get in people, around people, right? You could feel something. If yeah. even people that are not aware yet, but I'm like, just just listen to the room and feel it, right? And feel the people in the room. Mm -hmm. If you just take a second, right, in silence, right, meditation, whatever you want to say, right, live in that moment, that now, and just feel the energy around you. 
you could feel something there. It, it, you know, whatever oh, it yeah. is, it's hostility or if it's mm -hmm. happiness, if it's love, whatever it is. But, you know, I'm like, you got to really pay attention to that. And the minute you tell somebody that, though, they go, well, it's, yeah, it's funny type of deal. They start, they could already go to places where they're like, yeah. wow, yeah, I feel that. And I'm always, like, one, I, I forgot where I heard this, but I always say, um, you know, be, be a thermostat, not a thermometer. You know, mm -hmm. set the temperature. Oh. You know, don't be a thermostat and go with the room, right? Don't, yeah. Set the room. Mm -hmm. You know, That's good. so it's like control the environment around you. And you by doing that, you don't even need to really speak. Just right, have the composure of the body, right? Mm -hmm. Of heads up, shoulders abroad, nice and tall, right? Spinals mm -hmm. erect. You know, just. Pronounce a little energy in the room, and you'll feel the shift. You know, it's like, just like, but you'll feel you'll feel the shift, right? And I think even when you meet people, right, you could kind of get a gauge. You know, dealing with professionals and teachers and stuff, right? You know, you could get a, get a gauge on who you're dealing with too. You know, I believe, but um, that's just one of my good things. I like. So that's amazing that's that you good. can like take because what I do is like that. On crack. Yeah, you. Yeah, I, there, that, that was. I really liked that, Jen. <laughs> that no, that was powerful. I exactly. That's your lane. You do that. But what's but what's really great with you is that people don't understand what I do, because it's so intangible. Mm -hmm. So when you explain it like that, you can like make that um, conduit for them to like to trust corrupt. me. Yes, because exactly. they think you know, um, the whole point of me teaching people about energy. Is so they're not taken, they're not duped anymore. Yeah. It's just, you know, if you have money, you're going to want someone, you're not going to want to give your money away. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand their energy, and yet they'll, they'll give it to anyone. Or like when they allow people to dump on them, mm -hmm. why would you let someone dump all their trash into your essence? So... People have to understand what they're doing in energy. They wonder why they're sick if they're like um, allowing people to dump on them. Hey, giving them garbage, basically. I had this one woman who um, she did regular sessions with me, but she called for an emergency session. She goes, "Out of the blue, I have all these fibroid tumors. They just they just showed up. All these little bitty fibroid tumors, all in her her pelvic bowl, I call it. So we did a session on her and." What, what came up was she had this friend that, um, for some reason, she respected this friend enough to, like, think of her as a mother. The friend was stroking her ego, basically, and, and making her believe she was getting something out of it, but was dumping all this garbage on her. And she didn't even tell me that I could, I could sense that. I go, why are you letting her dump on you? She goes, but she loves me, and, and she needs me. I go, no, you're not a garbage can anymore. So, so I made my noises. When I make noises, I convert that stagnant energy to sound, and it releases it, dissipates it. But I can also, with imagination, go in and pull it out and, and just flick it and turn it into love because I've been training how to do that. And um, so we did a session with her, and then she went to get another scan. Mm -hmm. They were all gone. Wow. They were all gone. It was just someone dumping it's unbelievable what you can, what you point out. It's almost never quite what I think it's going to be. It's <laughs> like, well, Therese, have, you know, that, that person there is, 
actually taken your energy or you know you have you know you always you always find the the, the, the block. Loophole there, yeah. yeah. The, the worm, the rotten worm, you know, the, the rotten fruit, the well, rotten root, the bad root type of deal. You know, yeah. bad roots produce bad fruit, right? And then yeah, it's just not a good, good place. Um, I don't mean to cut this short, no. but I always told the world I always say I'm giving it to you real raw. I got like ten minutes till I got to pick up the little one, so um. I greatly appreciate your guys' time. Um, this was awesome. Guys, uh, please stay tuned in. Um, this is actually, it might not necessarily be each and every Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, we're going to call it. Welcome to the water hole, you know, delivering just good inspiration for your energy, for your soul, for your spirit, for your physical, your mental, whatever you want to call it. But um, I'm going to put all the links underneath. Um, I'm going to attach some things to get in touch with both of these lovely ladies Um they got great things going, guys. They got great books out there. Um, like I told you, I don't like to surround anybody around myself that you know that that I can't really feed off of either and get good inspiration from. And we had a good conversation earlier on, and this is why this is even happening. But really, it's this is just such a resolve, revolving circle that I believe we have here, and uh, we just get great energy from each other. We get great just. Great words. I mean, we were, what, we had like a three hour conversation last week, and I don't even remember what it was, but um, we had a good conversation, a great conversation. Um, but look out for a lot of things to come and play, guys. Um, we got this expo that we're going to be doing too. Again, just uplifting just society and the world in general from all different aspects. Each one of us, I believe, we, we will really benefit and excel in each avenue, even though we tap into each other's places i believe but the end of the day for all of us we're trying to change the world guys for the positive oh we're changing it i like that now she's using it back on me i don't know if you guys caught that but she's actually reversing on me now there is no trying there's only do there's do and don't do but we do um you know how we do it over here guys um we appreciate your guys time though um please again Check out the website, this podcast, the link's right there on the top left corner. So wwwjmb 4 fitnesscom um, Please continue to support, subscribe. Um, the shirts are up. But again, I'm going to get these books hopefully on my website also. So hopefully we could have a link on my website to click and get their product out there. Um, very powerful wor- words and actually already seen a shift with some other people that have done the taps and such that Jenna has been putting out there. So um, definitely keep on checking them out. And, um, you know, again, just help others, man, at the at the end of the day. Um, but until next time, peace, love, and deuces. <laughs> dig deep down, dig deep down, and ask yourselves, who do you want to be? Not what, but who.